Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another PC Boys podcast. And today we are going to be doing a Halloween rankings list. Now, it's October. I know it's not Halloween itself, but I was thinking not a lot of content really to talk about. There is some stuff with Marvel, but I've kind of just decided that with my whole podcast channel instead of being a news channel i want to do a lot of just opinion stuff move more onto the streaming uh game side of things so from this day forward and i'll put up something on facebook either tonight or tomorrow but i will pretty much be announcing that pc boys is no longer gonna be a news source site for movies and video games anymore and rather we're just gonna talk about whatever we want that has to do with movies or video games so yes at some point it might be movies or news with direct sources and quotes and and whatnot but i just don't have the time to fact check or the energy anymore because i do more than podcasts in my life um, to essentially do the fact checking and all that stuff all the time consistently anymore. So essentially what I'm just going to do are opinionated videos kind of like this, like lists or just talking about video games and movies, like release dates and, you know, some information like that. So there will be times where there's factual news like information or news podcasts, but we're going to stray away from being considered a news podcast source and more of a review based uh, podcast, uh, source, and just streaming, because we have a Twitch channel, like I said, I'll be doing Blair Witch Part 5 tonight, um, once this podcast is done recording, this is gonna be, uh, uploaded on Thursday, I'm just letting you guys know this, on Thursday is when this podcast will be uploaded, because I like to record the night before I upload, that's essentially how I like to do things now, so that way if I don't like what I recorded I can redo it again but yeah so on to the Michael Myers or Halloween tier list coming in at the last spot is of course Halloween 2 Rob Zombie I don't really need to explain how this movie's bad if you're a Halloween fan you already know why it's bad but I'll just quickly run over a few key points Michael talks there's ghost scenes and Flat out, uh, Michael Myers takes his mask off. So, immediately, those are the main things. Halloween 2 sucks. I don't really need to give many reasons. It's kind of just blatantly there um, as to why it sucks. It's not one of these things that you actually have to go in-depth about. It's kind of blatant. But anyways, Halloween 2 Rob Zombie sucks. Coming in at the second to last spot... It's kind of hard to to rate how many movies there are in this franchise because there's like, what, six? six, Okay, so you have five, you have The Curse, and you have H2O, which would be seven, Resurrection, eight, nine would be Rob Zombie, Rob Zombie 2 is like ten. So there's like 11 movies in the franchise or something like that. But anyways, coming in at the second to last spot, so number ten, I guess you could say, would be... um, uh, Halloween Resurrection. This movie, oh my gosh. So, the movie began pretty good, right? Michael chasing after Lori in a hospital, getting some Halloween 2 vibes. Really good. Then they just decide to say, nah, fuck it. Lori's gonna die. And they kill her off. And here's the thing. Rewatching Halloween Resurrection made me realize something. She 
is like, oh my gosh, this guy could literally be a, an innocent person. Yet the person was trying to kill you. Doesn't matter if it's Michael Myers or not. They, this person tried to kill you, and here you are trying to save their fucking life. Or check. Makes no fucking sense. So, for that reason alone, that was a, a stupid uh, fly saw in the writing. But, going on from that point, the characters in this movie suck balls. Um, they don't have any real character development or character life. I didn't give a shit for any of these characters. I was like, oh, wow, unnamed character number 35. So fucking cool. Can't wait to see them not expand the role. And that's the thing. They had some good actors in this. Buster Rhymes is a good actor other than this movie. Um, because the whole, oh, I'm gonna just karate chop your ass, Michael. Just, it was funny. It was comedic on the levels of Freddy vs. Jason. It was just stupid. The main girl, can't even remember her name, was just boring and then turned into damsel in distress, but also tried to be smart and the only serious one there. Then, of course, we get Kevin from American Pie, which I love seeing him because I love the American Pie franchise for comedy, but... He, he in this movie was just there to die. And then, oh my gosh, the best friend, the blonde bitch, the really overexcited, oh, me, 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 everything gets her head chopped off. And let me tell you, I think that's when I was like, this movie isn't all that bad. Once they got rid of her character, this movie finally became more bearable, but her character sucked balls. So much that... It just irritated me. Anytime she fucking talked, it irritated me. It was just like, why? Like, who was writing the script for Halloween Resurrection and was like, let's just hire the dumbest bimbos on the planet, give them a non-existent script, like a piece of paper with nothing on it, and let them go to town. Essentially, is how this movie felt. And Michael's mask, what the, what did you do to that thing? Michael's mask looks fucking ridiculous in this movie. I'm sorry, I don't like it. The story doesn't make sense. The characters fucking suck. The kills aren't even that fucking cool. It had an interesting premise of found, you know, like a found footage type of movie where they're exploring an abandoned house. Oh, that's kind of cool. That's kind of creepy. And like the unknown, you know, why Michael Myers became Michael Myers, especially that part when the redhead girl and the cool guy, because like I said, I don't remember these characters' names because they're not even rememberable, but they were in the basement having sex and then apparently behind the concrete wall in like the sewers or something, there was a bed down there and stuff that wasn't on the map or wasn't a part of the house. That was really interesting. The only problem is you had one interesting moment in a movie of characters that we don't give a shit about and a story that nobody gives a fuck about. And ultimately... At the end of the day, that is why these characters, that is why this movie suffers, is because no, there was no premise fulfilled because everything surrounding the premise was fucking stupid. I like the premise of going into an abandoned house that's really decrepit and really creepy and going in with found footage cameras kind of like a, a ghost hunting crew. It was pretty cool, but the execution sucked. So, that is why Resurrection is at the second to last spot. Number nine. Okay. So, number nine, in my opinion, is The Curse of Michael Myers. Just kidding. It's Halloween 5. If you thought I was putting The Curse that far back, you're fucking stupid. Halloween 5 is a dumpster fire, garbage trash movie. Okay? When I was a little kid watching AMC Fear Fest, 
This movie was on all the time along with Halloween 4. They just replay these two movies over and over again along with the original Halloween. And this Michael Myers mask was haunting in both a good and bad way. I think the Halloween 5 mask in the eyes is a really good mask. Like, it's intimidating. They're black. But the hair, the hair, if they just fixed the hair on this mask, I think the mask could have been one of the best ones in the franchise. But the hair was, like, so fucking stupid. It was long, and it was wet, and it looked ridiculous. The eyes looked great, but the hair just made it look funny. So, there was that. And then, also, the Curse of Thorn. Nah, I know that this was apparently a part of the, you know, 4, 5, and 6 thing, but it wasn't really introduced till number 5. Stupid bullshit. I hate... I hate the Thorn trilogy. I fucking hate it. It's so stupid. I just... I Oh, gosh. Anyway, so... We'll go into depth with that when we get to part six. But this movie... Oh, okay, it starts off... Michael Myers gets shot, falls down into a mine or a cave system. Crawls his way out onto a river and is found by this hobo guy. So you're meaning to tell me for an entire year, Michael Myers was sleeping on a cot in this hobo guy's fucking house... And then he awakens? Like, I don't fucking think so. I think after a month, if a guy hasn't come out of a coma in a hobo cabin, chances are he's just going to get buried and say, Good day, sir. Hopefully you, you know, live well in the next life. But no, they literally had Michael Myers sit in this guy's shack for a year doing nothing. That makes no sense. Because there's a time jump from the end of Halloween 4 to 5. When Jamie gets put in a hospital and kind of goes cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs because she's possessed by Michael in a way and can imitate what he's doing. Also, Jamie was fucking mute for half the movie. Not saying a damn word. You know what it's like to have one of your main characters say no fucking words at all? It's kind of boring. You know what's worse than shitty dialogue? No dialogue. At least shitty dialogue, sometimes you can get a laugh from it, but no dialogue is just like, what the fuck's going on? Like, it feels a little bit alien. Feels a little bit weird. I'm sorry, I just don't like that whole no talking thing. Um, and this movie, through most of it, kind of just was like, okay, we're gonna kill off Rachel, which, by the way, I loved Rachel from the fourth movie. I thought Rachel was honestly one of the best final girls of the franchise. But no. They kill Rachel off, and I was like, well, there goes that shit. And then they were like, okay, so we're going to move on to the next thing and have Tina. Tina wasn't bad. I know a lot of people say she's annoying. I can agree with that very much. But I didn't think she was a terrible character in the Halloween franchise. She was just okay. And essentially, though, she eventually got killed off, sacrificing herself for Jamie. Um, And yeah. Samuel Loomis fucking takes a little kid against her will to lure Michael Myers to his house so he can beat him to death with a 2 by 4 I'm sorry, Sam, but if your six bullets to the heart back in 1987 didn't kill the motherfucker, I don't think beating him to death with a 2 by 4 is going to do too much. But... So we get to the end of the movie, right? And yes, there was a lot of good kills and stuff in the movie, but that didn't really... I didn't care about that so much. But yeah, no. So we get to the end of the movie. He's all locked up in Haddonfield Police Department. And then all, oh fuck, here comes the Curse of Thorn shadow guy with a Tommy gun and shooting up the police station and breaking Michael out. You know the stupid shit 
that I went through, the mental gymnastics that I went through to try to justify at one point in my life when I was younger how good of a movie this was. Yeah, it was some pretty hardcore shit. I'm surprised they didn't pass math class with an A+. From fucking uh, calculus. But no. This shit was the dumbest move ever. And this leads me into the 8th film. The Curse of Michael Myers. The reason The Curse of Michael Myers is better than 5. Is because A. The mask looks amazing. B. Michael himself is good. And C. The kills are great. But everything else fucking sucks. I don't like the characters. Paul Rudd it was his introduction. I love him as Ant-Man. But Paul Rudd in this movie just seemed like a creepy stalker guy that jacked off looking at a girl from across the street through his fucking binoculars. That's essentially what I fucking got out of this character. Now, number two. Oh, there's another version of the Myers somehow. Wow, kind of weird moving into the Myers house. When the fucking dickhead uh, abusive dad gets killed, I was like, oh, finally, something good that happened. But then Barbara. Oh, Poor, the poor mother. She went out with the axe. She honestly went out with one of the scariest scenes in the movie when she was getting chased through the house and through the um, clotheslines and shit and then just to get fucking smacked with the axe. I liked Barbara's character. She's very sweet. And then she died by an axe. Yeah. I don't know. That, that one scene I did enjoy about the movie. One thing that this movie also gets good really well is the fucking atmosphere. The creepy, tense atmosphere of Michael Myers being in the room was done very well in this movie, okay? I will give it credit for that. They did a good job with that. Michael Myers himself was great in this movie, but the characters on The Curse of Thorn, okay. Trying to give Michael Myers a serial killer made with no motivation as to why he kills things, now giving him a motivation from a cult that he's possessed by a demon that gives him certain powers, like immortality... Um, don't really fucking, that shit don't fly with me. Because I love Michael Myers because of the mystery of why does he kill people? Is he superhuman? That's what I like about Michael Myers. Those questions that are raised. I don't want those questions answered. I know some people like, answer the question for me. These are the type of questions I don't want answered. Michael Myers, I want to be mysterious. I always want to be grasping for that answer. But when you say it's either from some cult or... That he's driven to kill his family, which they did in Halloween 2, which we'll talk about later. I was just like, that's stupid. Giving the guy a motive that was originally designed with no motive kind of takes away a little bit of that fear factor of the character. So that is ultimately why Halloween, The Curse of Michael Myers, comes in last. I don't like The Curse of Thorn. I don't like them giving him an explanation um, the story itself is just meh, I didn't really care, they did some things well, like I said, Michael Myers looks great, his kills are amazing and brutal in this, the atmosphere of the creepiness and the tension of when he's in the room or nearby is fucking immense, all I gotta say is Michael Myers in the movie was great, the look, the kills, the atmosphere that surrounded him was amazing, one of the scariest Michael Myers in the franchise, but everything else around him was poo poo, it was shit, so, that's where I stand on that movie. Now, moving on to number seven, I have Halloween 4. Halloween 4, well, let's look at it. It's better than 5, it's better than 6, it's got a good cast. Uh, I like uh, Rachel, I like um, Jamie, Michael's mask looks stupid. That is one of the biggest criticisms I have of the movie, but ultimately, I think the movie's good. It's got good kills, good atmosphere. Feels very Halloween-y. And, yeah, 
the, the movie didn't have a lot of downsides for me. I just didn't like the look of Michael Myers. You couldn't take him serious. Like, when Michael was in a dark room was when he was scariest. But when you could see the mask in all of its basking, pale, eggshell-white glory, that's when I was like, okay, I can't take this shit seriously. This guy looks fucking stupid. And I don't mean that in a harsh way. But the guy looked absolutely stupid. Michael just looks so dumb. <laughs> Not threatening at all. And yes, that's why this movie is ranked up in one of the worst spots, or, or the higher spots, is literally because Michael himself is a joke. But yeah, that's my real ultimate reason to have this at, I believe, we're at number seven. So, moving into number six, I really, from this point on, can't really say that these movies are bad. I just favor some over the others. Halloween H2O. Now, Halloween 4 nailed the Halloween atmosphere. H2O did not. It's in California, not Haddonfield, and it's at a boarding school where we get to see Laura Schrode dealing with PTSD. And it's a good factor of the movie. She has a son named John, and he goes to the school, and he wants to celebrate Halloween with his girlfriend and a few of his friends, mainly, I think, his best friend, and his best friend's girlfriend, who is also best friends with his girlfriend. So, one happy little family. So all these kids are supposed to go on this trip, and they don't, and instead they stay at the school in the basement to enjoy Halloween because, well, John wasn't able to enjoy Halloween because of his mom fearing about Michael Myers and talking about Michael Myers. And yeah, so she... uh, uh Lori Strode goes on some dates with this guy who works with her at the private school. She talks about her past, about being the sister of Michael Myers, about being fucked up and almost killed and all of that. And, uh, yeah. So, Michael, I don't know, this movie was not scary. I think that this had the worst Michael Myers out of all the movies. Yes, even worse than Resurrection. At least Resurrection's Michael had some scary scenes or some times where I was like, he's creepy. This Michael Myers, the mask looks stupid. The CGI mask looks really stupid when we saw that. And the motherfucker is kind of hunched when he walks. The kills aren't that creative. It doesn't feel that scary. And ultimately... This movie, in a lot of ways, could be replaced by the fourth one. But the ultimate reason I I just like this movie better is I think Michael is just a little bit better than the fourth one. I think that this movie's executed well with story and stuff. It just needs to nail the Halloween atmosphere better. And on top of nailing the uh, Halloween atmosphere that it needs to um, get better, it needs to have a better Michael Myers. That's the only thing that I gotta say about this movie. But... That is why I have it in the number sp- uh, six. Now moving into the number five movies of Halloween. So, this is where I want to talk about Rob Zombie's Halloween at number five. Rob Zombie's remake was not a bad remake. I think there was a lot of good things in it. I like the gory kills. I like how they made Michael a fucking giant behemoth about the size of Jason. And really scary and posing to look at. I do like how they, you know, went a little bit into his childhood. A little bit. I didn't want the fucking deep dive of bullshit manure that Rob Zombie threw in there. Because, let me be honest with you, I could have done without the piss and the shit and the fuck yous and the 
uh, ca- uh, cum pump or whatever the fuck. Yeah, I could have done without all that shit. I could have done without the abusive father. I could have done without seeing Rob Zombie's wife's tits. I, I could have, you know, gone without seeing a lot of that beginning shit. The only parts from the beginning that I really liked was the brother-sister dynamic between Michael and his sister, Lori, and, um, seeing Michael kill people when he was a kid. Uh, Mainly the kid from Spy Kids, Judy, and uh, his sister's boyfriend, his uh, stepfather. After him being a dick for a while, you're like, yeah, I'm glad he killed him. But there was a lot of good things in the beginning when he was being the murderous person he was. But up until that point, I could give less of a fuck about Michael Myers as a kid. I liked them going in depth with him at Smith's Grove Sanatorium. But I don't think they needed to do him as a child so long. It was about an hour of child Michael Myers. I don't give a fuck. I don't want a motivation. Rob Zombie just throwing Michael in there killing people as a kid would have been awesome. The way that he had it, just starting the movie with Michael Myers putting on the clown costume, murdering everybody the way he did, and starting from there and going from there would have been a lot better. Would have been a lot better. Then cut down most of the shit in the hospital, have her kill, you know, him kill the nurse and stuff for reflect on that back would have been better the second half of this movie's great i love it michael myers murdering people gruesomely and just good atmosphere feels like halloween michael looks imposing the mask looks great really no complaints other than the fact that laurie strode is supposed to be this very innocent child and instead she's very sexual and acts like a fucking bitch sometimes and i don't i just can't stand it I think Annie, out of the entire group, is probably the least stuck-up out of them all. Who is also played by Danielle Harris, who was also Jamie Lloyd, fun fact, in 4 and 5. So, yes. um, I think it was a good movie in the second half and some of the beginning, but they really needed to cut down that childhood shit. I didn't need a fucking whole explanation as to why Michael Myers is going around murdering people. Didn't need that. But that is why... uh, Oh, excuse me, number 5. At number 5 spot why uh halloween remake is at number five now moving down into the top four spots we only got a few movies left and uh so let's just get into it so coming in at my number four spot would probably have to be oh it's it's a tough one because these last four are like neck and neck in a lot of different ways so I'm trying to think here because I, I feel like I'm missing a movie or maybe I counted the movies wrong here. Hold on. Oh, yes. So, the last four movies. Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. Halloween 3. I like this movie a lot. I really like this movie a lot. And this movie gets hated on because it doesn't have Michael Myers. Like I said, if this movie was not a part of the Halloween franchise, I think it could have done wonders. It's got a pretty cool premise. You have this mask-making company that is trying to take over kids or kill kids on Halloween night. Um, and there's, like, these chips inside of the mask that uh, make this happen to the kids. There's these robot androids that are running around killing people around town that know the secrets of Silver Shamrock. And th- I don't remember many of the characters' names, but I know that the main character is trying to fuck this girl, this hot girl. So he's investigating about her father's death, Comes upon Colonel Cochrane, as I like to call Cochrane, 
uh, at his little facility and trying to, you know, just disrupt and destroy that. Come to find out at the end of the movie, the chick he's trying to bang is a fucking android herself. So, it was really interesting. I thought it was really cool. Uh, the main cliffhanger ending being that the program or the broadcast still went live and he kept saying to turn it off all the, uh, TV channels. But... Ultimately, Halloween 3 was a great movie. I mean, I can't remember many of the characters' names, but I remember the plot perfectly. And I just think it... I think it was a great movie. It scared me. It gave me the thrills. It had the Halloween time vibe. Halloween 3 was a really good movie, and a lot of people give it shit because it's not... It doesn't have Michael Myers in it. Well, let me fucking tell you, you don't have to have Michael Myers in a Halloween movie to make it good. Because this movie was fucking great. Now, moving on to the final three. Halloween 2018. Now, Halloween 2018, me and my dad very much disagree on this movie. My dad would have this probably back there with Halloween 2 somewhere. He didn't care for it. I really like this movie. This movie combined the gory kills of... Rob Zombie, which I liked. The scary classic mask of... It's a mixture between the original Carpenter mask from the 1978 film and Rob Zombie's film. It kind of meshed them both together where it was a weathered down mask, but it looked and had the mold of the original. So it looked like the original, but had like the really um, worn down look of the Rob Zombie mask. Which I really liked, because it not only made him look scary, but it also made him look old. And the fact that they start the movie showing off Michael's face, not completely, but enough to where you get the sense of, okay, he's blind in that one eye from where he got stabbed in the first movie, because obviously all the movies 2 through Resurrection don't exist anymore in this continuity. It's just straight from the first movie to this. Kind of like how it was the first two movies to H2O. But essentially... um. Michael Myers in this movie is an old man, like, we're talking in his 60s or so, and he's killing people like it's nobody's fucking business. This movie has a great soundtrack, I just want to say. We get introduced to Laurie Strode, who, like in H2O, was, um, or has PTSD from her uh, encounters with Michael from the first movie. Now, the major difference between H2O's Laurie and Laurie of Halloween um, 2018 is, in H2O, she does not want to see Michael. She's in fear of him coming back and does not want him to come back. And she tries to drink away her fears and takes a fuck ton of medication. But when Michael does resurface, she gets her balls and shit together and goes after Michael, hunting him rather than him hunting her. In Halloween... 2018. She wants the motherfucker to escape. She's got guns. She's got traps all set up and ready to go to kill Michael Myers. Like, she's roaring and ready for this motherfucker to get free so she can kill his ass. Yes. That's the major difference. In Halloween H2O, before she starts to hunt Michael, she doesn't want to ever encounter Michael again. She's afraid of Michael coming after her. She's drinking her problems away. She isn't preparing for anything. She legitimately ran away to a different state under a different name, Carrie Tate, just so she could hide from Michael. Where in Halloween 2018, she's ready for the motherfucker to come after her so she can kill the motherfucker. Yes, there's a difference between the two. So we also get to meet her family. 
or, well, her daughter's family. You have Karen Strode, and then you have the daughter, Allison Strode. So you have the daughter of Lori, and then the daughter of, um, of Lori Strode's daughter. <laughs> so, essentially, the granddaughter of Lori Strode. And so what's going on is you have Karen, Allison, and Lori in this movie. And through most of the movie, Allison and Karen don't... Well, Allison is sympathetic to the, uh, the, her grandma and with the PTSD that she's going on. But she's trying to explain to her that she needs to move on. And Karen is just kind of cutting her mother out of her life because of her pretty much just not treating her good as a kid and always making her, you know, fear Michael and prepare for the day and knowing how to use guns and hide and everything. And yeah, but Michael Myers does end up escaping and kills a kid, proceeds to kill the journalist that interviewed him from Britain or wherever they're from, and um, takes back his mask, kills a guy to get his coveralls. I loved when he pulled the guy's jaw out to get his teeth. That was pretty fucking creative. But yeah, so essentially... Putting on and adorning the iconic mask. Now, although James Jude Courtney is not the original Nick Castle, Michael Myers, he moves a lot like Nick. The way that he swivels his head instead of moving his body. Because that's the thing. Michael Myers does not move his body. He moves his head a lot. He tilts his head. He shifts his head. Michael's movements are very head-based, not body-based. Michael Myers goes to legitimately Halloween. And this is the great thing about Halloween 2018. It feels like the beginning of Halloween 2 mixed in with Halloween 1 a little bit. He's going around the neighborhood killing people in their houses like in Halloween 2. It's got Halloween 2 vibes. Then... You get the point where he's walking uh, around Haddonfield chasing Allison. This gives me Halloween 1 vibes. Now, when the final showdown gets down to Lori's house, I get Rob Zombie um, feelings again until they do the pan-up of when Michael, this is after he got his finger shot off and banged Lori's head up against the door, when he enters the house and the camera pans up to him with the light behind him in the big shadow. Oh my gosh, Halloween 1 vibes just shivered down my spine. Now this movie showed a three-on-one gang up against Michael Myers. However, Michael Myers, there was two different endings to this movie. Personally, I think the second one, uh, or the one they did, did not go with, would have been a better one for, like, curiosity if they were just going to leave it open-ended and not make a sequel. But this, the ending they chose, I think, was good for making, obviously, the sequel because it made it most obvious. But... When it comes to Michael Myers at the end of the day in this movie, Michael Myers felt like the original OG Michael Myers. The kills were gory like Rob Zombie, which was good. The story was easy to follow. It was nostalgic, but also being different and catered to the modern age. And ultimately, it had a few um, curveballs like uh, Dr. Sartain killing... um, our boy, the police officer, I forgot what his name was, but it was Sheriff something. But yeah, so wasn't really, you know, fond with that whole idea. But this movie had a lot of good things about it.
It felt like the original. It felt like Halloween 2. It had gorier kills. It was scarier. Good soundtrack. A lot of good things about the movie. I'm not going to rate it above these next two movies because there's something about these next two movies. Obviously, one being Halloween 1. But this movie list is going to differ from the rest of them. And I bet you 110% it's going to because you're not going to be able to believe what I'm about to say. So, moving on to our last two spots. In number two, we have Halloween 1. Yes, I do not have Halloween 1 as the number one spot. I will get to why. Halloween 1 is by far the best movie of the franchise. But, personally, I like Halloween 2 better. So I kind of have to conjoin Halloween 1 and 2 rather than talk about these individually because people are going to be like, how the fuck did you choose 2 over 1? Number 1 has the best soundtrack. Number one is the best movie in the franchise, but number two, like like if we're talking about critical stand, you know, uh, uh, critical standpoints, Halloween one's the best. But Halloween two, in my opinion, I love the hospital theme, and this is something. It's not Halloween's fault, the first one that it wasn't in a hospital. It's just the hospital in Halloween two gave me some of the best Halloween vibes I have ever had, the best anxiety I've had when Lori was in this uh, basement and she was trying and you know she was slamming on the fucking elevator button for the elevator to get down to where I was like oh my fuck she's cornered and the fucking elevators are coming quick and he's coming and he's getting there he's almost to her that was fucking intense when she got trapped in the oxygen room that was fucking intense because you're like she's got nowhere to go when she's the last person in the hospital alive with Michael Myers there and you don't know where he is in the hospital. It's very anxiety inducing. The movie has a lot of good times of giving you anxiety in the right type of ways. And that's why personally I think Halloween 2 is great. Halloween 1 has the best atmosphere. It has the best soundtrack, the best theme, good character development. It was scary. The kills were not, there were not many kills and it wasn't over the top. Halloween 2 definitely upped those kills and made them a little more gorier. But at the end of the day, I think Halloween 2, in my opinion, just felt more anxiety and horror driven than the first one the first one had a lot of genuine horror moments but I like Halloween 2 because it's when it really got to be a slasher Halloween 1 felt like a horror movie Halloween 2 felt like a slasher because of the body count and ultimately like I said I like where Halloween 2 takes place Halloween 2 takes place in a hospital It literally was the perfect setting, in my opinion, for the Halloween franchise. Halloween 1 had a great setting. Small town, killer on the loose, killing people. You don't know where he is. Laurie Strode's being chased by him. It's very great. It's anxiety-driven. Yes. It's scary at some point. Yes. But... It's not Halloween 2's level of anxiety. Now, sure, Halloween 2 definitely has its flaws. Like, why the fuck did Laura not scream for help when she clearly could, but only screamed help after the door was shut? That was stupid. That made no sense. Okay? Number two thing that didn't make sense, a 44 caliber was shot in both Michael's eyes and somehow did not go through his brain and or mask. Instead, he just bled from the eyes. 
I don't think that's how that fucking works. But, no, there were some problems with the movie. Some of the characters I just didn't give a shit about. Like, the nurse and the second paramedic. I think it was Ron was the second paramedic. I don't remember the girl's name. They had sex in a hot tub or whatever, or a therapy bed. But essentially, I could give less of a fuck about any of those characters. Most of the characters, like Dr. Mixter and every fucking character in the hospital, other than the first paramedic, I forgot what the fuck his name was, but he was the most youthful one. He was the only one I really cared about, other than Lori and Samuel Luna, yeah, Loomis. There was only, like, the original three characters, or the original two, and then that one character that I was like, okay... But other than that, I just didn't give a shit about many characters in this movie. In the first movie, you cared about Linda. You cared about Annie. You cared about Lori. You cared about about every character that was in that movie. Halloween 2, there's a lot more characters that I don't give a shit about. And they're clearly just there to get killed off. And that's nice, but... I like it when you enjoy all the characters and then somebody gets axed off and then you're like, no, not that person. When you actually like all the characters, it becomes more interesting. Halloween 2018 did that better than Halloween 2 did. There was a lot of characters I cared about. I cared about Alice's fr- uh, or Allison's friends like Vicky and Vicky's boyfriend. I cared about the little kid. I cared about... Ah, what the... I forgot what his fucking name was. But, you know, the one trying to make the moves on Allison after her boyfriend was being a dickhead. I cared about those characters. I cared about the sheriff. Dr. Sartain I didn't really care for, but he was more interesting, I could say, than most Halloween 2 characters. Halloween 2018 did a lot better better of a job with character development than Halloween 2 did. But Halloween 2, to me, had the best setting. And Halloween 1 and 2, it's not like I love Halloween 2 so much more better than Halloween 1. It's a very minute favor. I favor Halloween 2 over Halloween 1 just because of the hospital atmosphere. And literally, that's it. The only reason I like that better is that hospital atmosphere. And like I said, I know you guys don't have to agree with me. I didn't put Halloween 1 like way at like last place or even at number 5 or anything crazy like that. It's just, in my opinion, I think Halloween 2 is the best Halloween movie. I wish with Halloween 2018, Halloween 2 was still canon. It wouldn't have made much of a difference instead of the fact that, you know, Lori and Michael are related rather than it just being a myth that was made up. I liked the whole that they were a related thing. It gave Michael a motive enough, but not too much, right? I don't, like, giving Michael the reason or the motive to kill is stupid, but I could live with the one motive of, oh, he wants to kill his sister. Because the question is, why does he want to kill his sister? That's, that's a good question, because although, yes... Michael having a motive, and I've said this repeatedly, I, like with the Curse of Thorn trilogy, I fucking hated giving him a motive because he's best and, and more scary when he doesn't have a motive. But giving him a motive that he wants to kill his sister, but you don't know why he wants to kill his sister, that also gives him that same amnesty or ominicity as he would have had 
beforehand because you still don't know why he's doing what he's doing. You just know that he has a specific target. And actually, it raises more questions. Why is he killing people? And why does he go after the specific person? It adds more suspense. It doesn't really give you a, a real reason. But no, ultimately, at the end of the day, that's my Halloween ranking. I wonder what you guys think about it. I think most people will agree with it other than the, you know, final two spots. Obviously, a lot of people are going to say you're crazy for putting two uh, up, uh, you know, above one. A lot of people that I know don't even have Halloween 2 in their top three. So, it's not really shocking to me if somebody was like, well, why the fuck do you have Halloween, you know, um, 2 ranked before 1? And like I said, it's just my personal opinion. I think that Halloween 2 is a great movie. I think that it's underappreciated. I think Predator 2 is underappreciated. Predator 2 is, I think, something that suffers like um, Halloween 2 does, where it's, you know, it's trying to not be the original and innovate the body count. It's trying to be more creative with things, but it's not the original. And like I said, I wasn't... You know, I wasn't talking about how I think that, you know, uh, Halloween 2 was, like, way, way better and so much, you know, more um, interesting of a movie than Halloween 1. It's just that Halloween 2's atmosphere, for me, fits Halloween better than, than number 1. Because hospitals always ring horror movie to me. Halloween always rings to me hospital. I don't know why, but hospital always comes to mind when it comes to Halloween for me. And every time somebody mentions Halloween, Halloween 2 is the thing that pops into my head first. It isn't the first one, it's the second one. And like I said, it's a minute difference. Halloween 1 is still a legendary, amazing movie. And don't get me wrong, nothing can beat the original. Like I said, from a critic standpoint, Halloween 1 is the best Halloween film. But on a personal level, I am more connected to Halloween 2 than Halloween 1. And I think that reason is, is because when I first watched a Halloween movie, it was Halloween 2. I never watched the first movie first. I watched Halloween 2 first. And that's the ultimate reason I think I'm connected to Halloween 2 more. I watched the second movie in the franchise before I watched the first one. And ultimately, I loved the second one. I still love the second one. Like I said, I know a lot of people don't. And that's okay. I get it. Not everybody's going to have my opinion. But... All I want to say is thank you very much for listening to this ranking. I hope you all enjoyed. Maybe I can get a conversation started about it. Maybe some of you will even agree with me that Halloween 2 is better than Halloween 1. But ultimately, um, it's just a, like I said, opinion. It's not a fact. It's, you know, not something that you have to agree with. But that is my list. Hope you all enjoyed. And I'll catch you all in the next one.